Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Boy, the readings for today from Mark are difficult. Mark chapter 5. He gives us a few things that are just not easy to practice and they are counter to the way we may think justice should be delivered. First, Jesus says, offer no resistance to one who is evil. That is hard to hear. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other one to him as well. That's hard to hear. If somebody wants to go to law with you over your tunic, give your cloak as well. That doesn't make any sense in terms of justice. If someone is pressing you into service for one mile, go with them for two miles. That's another very difficult thing to say. It's already hard to walk one mile, maybe we say, and now you're saying double it. Give to the one who asks of you and do not turn your back on one who wants to to borrow. All of these things are counter to the ways of the world and by the nature of their anti-inertia feeling, they are drawing us into the opposite of what we think in our humanity is right or fair. They're drawing us into the way God behaves with you and with me. I know that I don't behave with God with the honor and the desire to delight and please him that he deserves in any way that I could ever actually do it. But in the small ways that I could do it, I don't do it. Sometimes the excuses range, but sometimes it's because I'm tired or because someone is asking something of me or because I, I am busy with work or oh, the excuses are gigantically varied. <laughs> but the bottom line is I shy away from loving God the way he deserves. And God treats me this way. I don't deserve that. He walks with me extra, but he does in order to draw me to him. And I ask him for something. And before I thank him for having received it, I'm already running to ask him for something else. And how quick I am to forget the many things that he's delivered with mightiness in my life. But each one of these things can be me in relationship to God. And that is how God behaves. But when one reads this the first time, it seems like, boy, if somebody asks that of me, that's hard. It's hardship. Turn it around and think about it in terms of how you might in some of them or many of them, or like me, all of them, behave with God. He is so quick to forgive. The way he loves is everlasting and eternal and infinite and impartial but also unconditional. In the psalm we said the Lord has made known his salvation. 
God's ways are not our ways. The Lord has made known his salvation. Because we're in the summer, we had swim team. And you know, if you're in swim team, that you're going to be at the pool for hours. And today, between the setup that happened for a couple of hours and the time of the pool, we were there for 10 hours. There was thunder, so we would have to get out of the pool and wait 30 minutes with no thunder. So it just kept going on. And the temperatures were over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So we were feeling pretty dehydrated. In the midst of all of that, one can become grumpy or unkind. We have all these excuses for behaviors that are not appropriate based on the conditions or the circumstances or, th or the weather. We can be fair weather followers of God. Depending on how the weather is, we behave one way or another. But in the psalm today we hear, the Lord has made known his salvation. That's Psalm 98. And our job is to sing joyfully to the Lord, no matter what the season, no matter what the feeling, no matter what the temperature not easy to do. We come to the reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians in chapter 6, and we see all the incredible things that they have endured for telling the truth, for bringing that salvation. So how have I been a witness to Jesus at the pool? Because that's our life. That's where we encounter the world and where we make a connection between the world and the divine light. How have I done that? How have I extended myself with kindness to those that were around or brought water to somebody that needed it or consoled a child that was maybe crying because they didn't do as well as they should or brought a chair to somebody that I thought maybe was tired or shared a snack? Depending on the age, there are opportunities to be like God in our midst in small and big ways. Particularly when our ego gets in the way, we can forget that it's really in small gestures. But look what Paul says. They've been telling the truth and what they have experienced is really dire consequences. They've endured Afflictions, hardships, constraints, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, vigils, fasts. That's intense. We shy away from the truth in small and big ways in our midst. But God asks us for small acts of kindness, for small acts of generosity, for small acts of joy, wherever we are with a joyful smile, with a good countenance, with a desire to serve, wherever we are. That's our mission field. We are not in another country that is in difficult economic or political situations, helping um, like some missionaries are, but we are missionaries in that pool or missionaries in that workplace. So I wonder what is today the way that you could sing the salvation of the Lord that he has made known to you and to me 
And I wonder also in what ways we can stretch ourselves to love our neighbor the way that Jesus invites us to do it, even those that may feel like they're taking advantage of us or they're using us, that we might do with them as God does with us. Not not abuse that is physical or that in any way is harmful, that is unlawful, but I mean in ways in which our ego gets involved, in which we feel offended for things that are dealing with our own significance, where we feel so significant and we're seeking attention or honors that we would be able to follow God's ways instead of our ways in becoming unoffendable, as one of these wonderful priests at my son's school would say. And we would also look to be of service, not to be served. And we would also look to understand and not to be understood, as St. Francis says in his prayer. So let us go to the throne and say, Father Almighty, you have given us your word of salvation. A lamb to my feet is your word. A light to my path. Help us to be that in whatever environment we find ourselves, in whatever way we are finding that we extend your light into the world. Make it shine brighter. Give us more courage, Father. Give us more of you so that we can show up in the world as your messengers, as your ambassadors, as your vehicles, as your tools, as your hands and feet. We ask that you give us peace, that you give peace in our environments, in our homes, in our marriages with our children. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.